listening to the Many Moons Podcast. guys, goals, and other fine folk of the internet. It is I, your host, the girl that puts the odd into podcasts, Ari Moon. And welcome to the Many Moons Podcast. All right, guys. So I have my friend Holly on today. I met her on TikTok. She's an excellent tarot reader. If you guys want, you can check her out. Holly, I'll have you introduce yourself and plug your uh, social media. Hi, my name is Holly Caroline. I am now a full-time tarot reader. I do TikTok, social media, trying to explore other avenues of my career online. It's kind of open right now, but I do tarot readings, pet readings, dream interpretations, all sorts of things. TikTok is at abcdfg.holly, H-O-L-L-Y, and that's the same for my Instagram as well. Awesome. So we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but um, and I know both of us come from a little bit of a religious background, so I imagine you have not always been this much into tarot and this much into spirituality was that something that was accepted by your family when you first started doing it not so much when when I was growing up <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> okay she's distracted me now okay so I grew up in a religious household and went to church went to the catholic high school did all the things and then I naturally started getting drawn to spirituality the minute I was not living under my parents' roof, and I've just always been drawn to spirituality ever since then, ever since like 2012 or so, really getting into it. I feel like it was kind of accepted in a sense. It seemed like it was a bit supportive, like for my birthday and such, I'd be given like really pretty crystals and things like that, but it seemed like last year in 2022, when I started getting more to tarot and more tapped in, I guess, it seemed like People were getting a bit scared. I don't really mm-hmm. know why. Oh, I, I get it, man. <laughs> it almost felt like they were trying to start some type of witch hunt in my home. And so, I mean, I just was minding my own business, making TikToks, and people were acting really freaked out by things. And yeah, that's when I started taking a turn of not being so much supported last year, especially. I feel you. I know with myself, I had a habit of kind of toning myself down, kind of being afraid to share what I was learning because there would be certain insights that spirit would give me and I would say things. You could visually see the fear in people's eyes. I think I've learned to kind of fine tune my approach a little so that I'm not so in your face because I like to rip shit off like a band-aid. You know what I mean? Yes. But I, I totally get what you're talking about. I don't know about for you, but for me, there's like a couple of core memories that I have where I felt myself and I always joke around that it's like in Mario, like where you level up, like in your spiritual journey. Yes. Are there any core moments that kind of shifted your thinking? I'd say I first got activated in 2012. I was going to go study abroad in Italy. I'd been watching all these YouTube videos, found Teal Swan that year, Spirit Science. I was Those were my main two sources of spiritual knowledge on YouTube and really started diving into that the summer before I went to Italy. And then I started learning about the chakras and 
I had this idea that I should get my chakras cleansed and I found a really good practitioner in Houston, Texas, went to her and I just thought it was going to be no big deal. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my chakras cleansed before I go to Italy. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. And I found like one of the most gifted people out there. Her name is Nika and she started reading my aura like a book. She just basically proved spirituality to me. She was able to say things extremely specific, not just like general statements, like very specific things. And it really activated me and it kind of got me in this like manic state in a sense. I'd say like, <laughs> I'd say like, I think I had my first Kundalini awakening. I didn't really realize that was happening. And so it just felt like I was really activated. I was really opened. All these synchronicities were happening to me and my mind was just kind of blown. I was about to go to Italy in a few days. And then I was like in that state going to Italy and all these things happened. I had to go home from Italy five days after because it just went a little out of oh, hand. No. Because <laughs> I was just really tapped in. It just was my first time. Like, it's almost like someone kind of drugs you and you don't realize you're getting drugged. And it's like a microdose or something. You're walking around like tripping. You don't really realize you're kind of tripping. And so everything happens for a reason. But I've also heard when you go to Italy that you, you get activated there as well. So I had like all these things happen at once. That was like the first time I got really activated. And then usually in the summers, I have a tendency to have these big level up moments in the summers. Like last summer with July 5th too. The energy was just really, I don't know if you, I don't know if like you knew anything about july 5th last summer or not no tell me what happened all over tiktok everyone was saying like on my for you page at least everyone's saying be careful on july 5th don't drink don't drink like be careful who you talk to like just with all the certain stuff was going on july 5th last year so wow. everyone thought like the world was gonna end or something like that but either way the energy was me really heightened and so everyone was saying just to protect your energy and i was already doing a hermit mode and so i just did it even more extremely and energy was heightened and my higher self was really tapped in that day and everything started shifting after that I feel like me and my higher self got some type of game plan I was going through gang stalking last summer too it seems like when you're waking up like if you're tapped in like that like you can be a target so I was going through that and then me and my higher self were like we're getting out of this thing and then everything changed after that day for me is that when you decided to move yeah well pretty much it just was getting really chaotic at my home like I was just being harassed in my place and there's a lot of people that were afterwards they were like I'm just surprised you moved and when you know there's all these random people had copies of keys to my home and oh, it was man. just like couldn't even sleep it was really crazy and then somebody in me just said just just leave you'll figure it out somehow and I don't know and so I just left and started a new life and I just I was going back and forth to San Antonio a bit and then I just went north and somebody told me just to get out of Texas get out of Texas and I was living out of my car for a few days and then I just was manifesting a new life and it all landed it was really stressful but I knew on the other side of it I'd be able to breathe so I got everything figured out. I had some earth angels come through from TikTok too that actually helped me move my stuff out of my place as well. And all, it all just worked out, sort of. It was stressful for everybody, but it, it ultimately it worked out. And that's so brave to be able to pack up and move. And it's funny that you mentioned in the summers, because even before I got into spirituality, I was always like, summers are for healing. I felt like in the summer, it was like a very transformative time for me, just continually. Like I always look forward to the summer. So it's funny that you said that. And I've been resonating with your messages so much recently. Like the other day when you were on live and you were saying the like, choose your fighter that you were like here Hearing that all week I've been hearing the Mortal Kombat like where it goes finish him <laughs> and, <laughs> really yes and then total fatality <laughs> to me I think what it was symbolizing was I was getting to the end like I just had to break through this one last wall I think it's amazing that you were able to move through your fears and just let spirit guide you and I can't even imagine with Italy going to another country and having a spiritual awakening because I was living in my hometown having a spiritual awakening and that was crazy enough. Yes, I, like mm -hmm. I was in churches and stuff and going around and it's just, I mean, I was having these moments where I felt like I was going to float and I was trying to like stay on the ground, but 
everything I, i've had these manic episodes in the past or like i feel like manic episodes aka kundalini awakenings like mm-hmm. where i start you kind of get overwhelmed with like what's going on and you go on a tangent a little too far and that's what mm-hmm. happens. <laughs> so i've learned every time it's happened i've learned from it i've been able to keep a lid on it if it happens and i just know it's, it's important for me to stay for me to stay grounded and be mindful in the summers especially for um, sure so you said that you felt like you were floating were there any like spiritual insights that you received like super downloads where you had like realizations at different points or did it kind of was it kind of just an overall like body feeling for you um well I feel like I've I feel like this past year I finally have accepted that I'm really psychic like I I think I've always been psychic and I didn't know that I always mm-hmm. like a lot of people would just kind of downplay things but now I'm realizing a lot of things I've experienced or I've had visions before and things like that like when I was in Italy I was walking around and I saw three three huge orbs around me, like three angels protecting me. And like, I also have this memory that's kind of coming up for some reason that like, I feel like spirits tell me to say like, I don't know how to explain this part of like my, I, I don't know. I was like hiding out as like a homeless person in Italy. <laughs> like, I don't know what to, it just, you start going with it. You just go with it. It's supposed to make sense later. And I saw these three orbs and then I was just kind of like, I don't know what is going on exactly. It's like, I was on this tangent of, of the journey and I was kind of like hiding out for some reason. And then I saw this, like this tech that was like coming in, like watching me. And it was, this was like 2012. And I, and I told someone, I was like, there's a lot of technology out there that's like way beyond us. Like I saw this like snaky type of camera watching me. And you kind of think you're imagining it. You kind of brush it off. But like more and more than more these days, I've been realizing we're in some type of like really high tech virtual reality game. And yep. that's the way I've been seeing it lately. And like we, we like make our avatar, we choose our player. It seems like people have enemies and allies and all these things. And like, it seems like after a certain age, you kind of like, you start realizing that life is a game and that, you know, not everyone's your friend. And so you have to start doing that to actually like do well in life. You can't really, you have to realize that not everyone's on your side. Yep. If you want an idea of what it is to have your spiritual awakening, it's like realizing that you aren't the sim, you're the person playing sim. So the game is what it is. And there's non-playable characters, but you're the one who can control your like flesh body person you know like you're on the outside whereas for a long time I just thought I was like I I always felt like I wasn't really connected to my body if that makes sense have you ever felt anything like that yeah I think like whenever I'm when when I've gone through trauma when I start healing through trauma I've definitely become more detached for sure a little more cold I guess like you were saying with the psychic abilities and like being a kid and kind of having it dismissed I think that like there's some people who are born with psychic ability like it's in your family but everybody can do it it's like playing an instrument or playing a sport if anybody wants to bad enough they can you know some people might be a little bit better at it because they come from a long line of people who do it some people might just be able to pick it up right away but I think one of the things too that people don't realize is a spiritual awakening kind of happens to you yeah but I feel like right now we're all kind of waking up like as a collective yeah I feel like if you know if you you can recognize Mm -hmm. people are tapped in you know yeah for sure I've come across recently like you're saying you make these enemies where for every light bringer there's someone who's trying to dampen that because unfortunately that's, you know, the duality of the world. And when I first started waking up and sharing my message, I felt like I was getting a bunch of spiritual attack. I imagine like having such a big platform on TikTok, that's something that you have to deal with and, and have to constantly ground yourself. So what are some practices that you typically use to do that? 
spending time outside. I'm really selective of who who I spend time with, and that's a big thing because even when I my TikTok was like had like now it's at it just hit twenty two thousand people. When I had about two or three thousand people, like people are getting weird about me just at that point. I'm sure you've experienced that too because I know you have a platform as well, and it's like people start getting weird about you. They start getting you start getting handler vibes from males and females. People that want to like tell you how to run your page, how to do how to be yourself, how to do your purpose. I feel like a lot of us have been like waiting for this platform. We've been waiting for this time. We're like, this is the way this is finally the way this is perfect for me and there's a lot of us have been like when you have your spiritual awakenings it's like you're getting trained from source and spirit for like what you're supposed to do like you're getting trained directly from the universe about things and like you don't need other people telling you how to like be yourself or do your purpose and that's i've had that happen a lot so i just like i don't know i just cut a lot of people out and i just like protect my energy and i just connecting with like-minded people mostly people that are online and hoping to travel and hang out with people more in real life soon because i just feel like really protective of my energy because people get so weird when you're waking up when you have a platform too it just gets really weird around some type of people i agree and people either want to have everything to do with you and like suck off your energy and even people who are well-meaning you know they they want to kind of absorb that from you or there's people who are instantly repelled by it yeah exactly i've had a lot of people because i i was doing dog walking i I used to do that when i was living in houston i I also transferred it over here and i thought i was gonna do dog walking here and make tiktoks but all, first off, all I could think about was my TikTok. All I could think about at the jobs was con- like continuously thinking about my TikTok. I would like sneak sneak on my phone. And then also at the same time, people started getting weird about my energy because I was just starting to get my boundaries up last year. Like I was just starting to finally have boundaries. And I feel like I, I still had some leaks and people could really taste my energy, some type of people. And they started getting really weird. And it felt like the universe was like, just go make it work. Like that's all you think about anyway. And people are getting a little weird. So just go make it work. <clears throat> go make it work for you. Because I just feel like if you're spiritually, if you're tapped in, it can be really hard for you also to to like work a normal job. Oh, yeah. And to integrate with people when it's not something that your heart is into. When you have those chakras open, specifically like your heart chakra and everything like that, you, I feel called to you know serve my purpose that sounds like what you're explaining to me like it becomes like this passion inside of you to help wake up other people and to share your message and to like show gratitude and worship for spirit and for me personally every idea that I had about what god or the universe was was completely shifted and (laughs) it was very different than what I was raised to believe And me personally, I feel like I developed more of a friendship with God. Yeah, for me, like, I feel like when I was exploring spirituality, I feel like I learned how to be really self-sufficient. Like, I knew the universe was out there. I knew sources out there. But I kind of feel like I, I was developing my own, my own, I don't know, I just call it, like, I was just felt like really, really self, self-sufficient self in my spiritual toolbox. And then I feel like last year when I started really going through my eyes being open to gang stalking, then I feel like I was like, okay, God, I'm ready for you to be in the picture now. And then we just were like, let's go. And so now I feel like, yep. I feel like God entered my picture. Like I, I grew up in all the churches and like, then God wasn't really in the picture so much. I was just kind of building my defense. And then I said, okay, God, let's do this. And then it was ready last year, I feel like. Everything comes when you need it, you know? With the gang stalking experiences, do you want to talk about that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get the tea. <laughs> the tea. The tea. It just I've just noticed because I first learned about gang stalking when I met my twin flame in 2015. He was going through that and I didn't really believe him ever. I didn't, like weird stuff would happen. We come back, things would be moved, things would be some type of way. And he said stuff people were messing with him and, and also like we were using at the same at that time too. So I just thought like it was just the drugs. I just thought like he was always saying stuff that was off the wall. So like I just didn't really think much of it. 
first thought he was kind of like kooky but then it seems like you kind of like because he's really tapped in and then it's kind of like you pass it along in a sense so I think he may pass it along to me and it just it sneaks up on you like you just have these weird things happen in your life like I used to I, I was a dog walker so I'd have keys up people's homes and like I tried to go to someone's home and like all of a sudden like this key just was not working. I tried to get some WD-40. I, tried, I did this whole whole thing with this door. But like it's like they changed the key and completely. And I was just there for like an hour trying to open this door. Like my hands were kind of bleeding. It was like cold outside, all these things. And you just don't think like some, some people would go to that length of things. <laughs> you just like so you just you think, oh, well, I don't know what happened with the door. But like in retrospect, you're like, there's something up with it. It's just like you don't really want to say anything to people because they already think you're kind of kooky and crazy. So you just kind of keep it to yourself. But, like, they do weird things like that. that You don't know how they orchestrate. You don't know how these people even have the time. But, like, all these weird things that happen all the time and you start normalizing it. He's like, oh, my life is just really weird. All these people just, everyone just really seems to disappoint me. And and you just don't really get it. It's kind of a mixed bag of things. But, yeah, I started hitting boiling point when I went into my hermit mode last summer. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, two or four, two or three weeks or something. And then I liked it so much. I did it, like, six to eight, like, the whole entire summer. And then when you pull your energy away, that's when I noticed it heats up. When you pull your energy away from people then they realize how dependent they are on you and then I don't know something about the dark web maybe like I don't know how it works exactly I've seen some videos that kind of give theories like there's lists of targeted individuals and all sorts of things I don't have any confirmation of that stuff but there's a lot of people that were driving by down my street honking all the time and like coming to my home with copies of like keys to my door I didn't have a bolt lock at all so I had to like do this like use this Chinese gadget to like keep my door like locked from the inside but even that was kind of felt flimsy like someone came to my door with my landlord and asked the landlord if if they could knock my door down they asked me like I was hearing this conversation. oh my god is it okay if I knock her door down and I was just like what is with these people like they're in a crazed state and it's, they're calling you crazy when they're all in some type of manic actual manic type of weird frenzy around you when you're like I gave a lot of people courtesy calls I said hey like I was I was starting to send mm-hmm. people off I said hey I don't want anything to do with more just just letting you know please leave me alone and then all of a sudden you haven't seen these people in a year and then the, all of a sudden they're obsessed with you at your door asking your landlord if they can knock your door down banging on your door with sets of keys like Freddy Krueger all sorts of crazy things and like and they act like you're crazy because like you can't sleep you're stressed out they come at all sorts of random hours of the day and night and it's just like I felt like I had to sleep by the door and all these things and in your own home like I, I paid all my own bills I was fully financially independent and just I just couldn't believe that this was illegal I don't think it is but like they, they would come with cops too and so it's like who do you call if they're coming with cops like I, I knew people that knew people and they didn't want to help me like I was super SOL and it just was really scary but I just moved and oh. <laughs> I said people don't have as much pull the strings so you give them take care of yourself that's some advice someone gave me like just look after yourself doesn't matter and so I was like well people evict their apartments all the time and it's not the end of the world yeah it's probably yep. stressful in the moment but I was like you know I need to take care of myself so I just packed my car and I said I'll figure it out from here and I did and it's a lot more peaceful where I moved I'm in New Mexico now and I love it it's really peaceful I'm in a hippie town Oh, I love that. Were these people that you knew personally? Yes. It was a lot of family members. And then also prior, I was dealing, I was trying to be normal. I was trying to have friends. And it just seemed like, I feel like it's like that pretty girl syndrome, or I forget what they call it. But like, they think if you're pretty, like you haven't gone through tough things in your life. Mm -hmm. Like I have this memory, like I went camping with these, with some people and we're just kind of connecting at the fire and they just asked me about my life. I said, yeah, I kind of have hated my whole life, actually. Like, it just has been a total shit show. <laughs> I'm just kind of used to it sucking. And I certainly haven't liked my life. They're all kind of surprised. Like, I think they were expecting some different responses. But 
like they think if you're pretty if, if you're able to like if you've been able to heal if like you don't show your traumas they think that you just have had it easy and that's what I feel like I don't know it was just like a whole mixed bag of like mind games and I was dating someone and envy enters the picture and it just feels like it feels like I was with people that were doing actual consciously doing mind games also on a subconscious level of things going on as well along with gang stalking and I don't know how exactly it works but it was just a mixed bag of a lot of things and it feels you just it feels like it all just hit a boiling point when I started removing myself and protecting my energy and and also putting myself out there on TikTok a lot of people didn't want me to to do a TikTok either which was really weird I had my landlord even tell me like you need to stop making TikToks. I had oh people gosh. tell me how to live my life and I don't even like talk to them. Like, I don't tell you how to run your business. I don't tell you how to do anything in your life. I don't know why y'all like, because I look young too. I'm 31 years old. Uh, I look probably like early 20s and oh, yeah. people think they can tell you how to be your, how to be yourself. I don't know what it is. It's annoying. <laughs> For sure. People who aren't living their lives have plenty of time to tell other people how to live theirs. Yeah. And it's sad because people see you not going with the norm and kind of going your own path and it's almost like this like they take it so personally like they think you doing your own thing is you telling them that their life is wrong and that's not what it is it's hey I'm gonna do this whatever you do is on you but you're no longer gonna control the story that is my life exactly right and you had mentioned that people think that you just get everything and that's how it's always been and that's how whatever I always get this message in my readings because I grew up in a town where kind of everybody if you grew up here and you have siblings people know who you are Mm -hmm. and it's not super small but it's just like a lot of the same communities are around each other I always get in my readings and I can tell because you're around people and you can start reading their energy and you start realizing how they're interacting with you I had a lot of people I had to cut off because they made it very apparent that they felt that I didn't deserve the life that I had worked for or I didn't deserve the happiness that I was starting to receive. I want to tell them, hey, listen, if you really want to get here, you can. But if that's what you're saying, if you keep telling and I because right now the wheel is turning and karma is being dished out like crazy in my life. And spirit is like, oh, you you want to know how to get to where she is? We'll show you. We'll spend the next 30 years showing you. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's going to take them a lot longer than it took us. <laughs> it's going to take them a lot yes. longer. A and lot it's a lot longer. of suffering. They don't realize that. Like, it's a lot of suffering because you get to a point where none of the shit you're doing is working anymore. So, right. you know. Exactly. Yeah. And there's this person that was like, when I was going through gang stalking, I, I called this person. I was like, what is like, I was showing them like me being harassed. I was like, why is this illegal? Why is this okay? And this person was like, I think people just don't understand you. But at the same time, this person was also heavily jealous of like what I'm tapped into. Like this person wanted to be their own, like little Harry Potter, their own little witch or something like that. And they don't even like believe in source or God or anything. They told me they're agnostic. They've been like, I think you ta- like, I think you tap into different planes of things like but people don't understand you You need to go to a hospital I think this person also asked me like can other people do what you do I said yeah you just have to do the work you have to do the work these people Mm -hmm. have not done any work they're starting to yeah and like god bless them and help them but some of these people are absolutely wild yes (laughs) yeah I totally get it this girl this girl wanted so badly to have spiritual insight and awareness and could not understand why I was able to do the certain things that I was able to do and she wasn't and it's like girl because you got hate in your heart you got hate in your heart and you're doing this for like the aesthetic of it like you are not practicing any of the things that you're trying to teach other people I kept getting messages from spirit that were like listen if you get on a sinking ship what do you think is going to happen right 
Right. And you know, what's crazy is, do you know that she had been doing yoga for like, I don't know, three or four years. And now she's like, doesn't have any yoga job. She's like giving it up completely. Wow. And I'm, See, I'm that's like, that's the karma that happens for people. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I've met a lot of people that like the aesthetic of spirituality, mm-hmm. but don't have the depth, haven't really done the work, don't even follow any teachers or anything like that. And you kind of think that they're spiritual, but with time you start realizing, like, especially the past year, I feel like I've been realizing who the real ones are. It feels like there's not, like, I feel like I see a lot of them on TikTok, but in like real life, it feels like there's so few of them, if any. For sure. I'm sure, like, you're the same way I when I'm around people I pick up on the vibe quick like real quick I think my issue was I don't understand how people can be so blatantly dishonest you feel it inside and like you're saying people think you're crazy and it's like no I'm getting a vibe yeah yeah and then when you start hearing the inconsistencies and all these things oh I was gonna tell you this girl by the way was not a Reiki teacher she told me she found me from my podcast has never listened to my podcast. She told me that she was vegan and I watched her eat a chicken BLT. <laughs> and, and I choose to like live in a very playful energy. That's the energy I like being in. So people mistake it for me being like stupid or something because right. I act so youthful. And it's like, no, no. And then you cut those people off and that's when that starts. Like all of a sudden, all these fake accounts are looking at your stuff. And all of a sudden, this one wants to know what you're doing. And it's hard because there are friendships I had to cut off that now see that I'm doing well and want to come back in. And I have to be so careful with who I let back into my life. Yeah, you have to be super selective on that. But yeah, I, I get that thing where people think you're dumb i've been around a lot of people that Mm -hmm. are book smart that have degrees like i dropped out of college and i think i'm smarter than a lot of them honestly (laughs) like you are ways like you kind of know when to cap things you know what things are worth like diving deeper into finding more knowledge about like you just know when to cap some things what are what's worth going in depth on and not and some people mistake make your kindness for and all these things for being dumb when you're not at all you had mentioned your twin flame stoked that you mentioned that do you want to tell me a little bit about that journey Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I'm getting a chill. So <laughs> I met my twin flame in 2015. Um, I was living in San Antonio and I was pretty depressed. I had just dropped a bunch of friends. I have this, I've had this theme in the past of just dropping friends. I hope that has stopped with 2022. I hope that has stopped completely. But start seeing true colors. I, I'll drop groups of people when I start seeing collective group of colors, I guess, or yep. lack of colors. And then I just was alone. I just moved to this place and I was just really depressed. And then my twin flame was actually four blocks away from me and I was just walking to the corner store and we just crossed paths and tapped in. He's super tapped in and then we became friends and more, all these things. And I was just in a really low place in my life. We were both using my drug of choice prior. I'm, I'm sober right now. Um, I used to do meth really heavy, like with needles, all, all in and a lot of other things too that like made the cut. <laughs> Anything that like it could kind of came in our, in our world, we'd do it. I went really hard with this person and it felt like it was definitely like I call it shaman school too with him because I really I mean now I'm past year I started seeing the 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 fruits of that time of labor finally it took a lot of time to like integrate had to heal a lot and then I stepped away trust myself and started getting creative things from that time make a lot more sense so there was a method to the madness going on then <laughs> I was heavily judged so many things but there's definitely something more to to meth in my as there's like a percent of people that experience meth completely differently I was like this doesn't feel like I'm just twacked out like this feels like I'm tapped in if anything and so he had I've heard there's like a small percent of people that experience it that way and me and him experienced it that way and I feel like I got really in touch with my my purpose like I got completely reprogrammed by this person and like it was an abusive relationship but in retrospect it's like 
I don't know. I just felt like I needed it actually to like do well in this world. Like that was the kind of abuse I actually kind of wanted to go through in retrospect to like get stronger. It felt like it was, and with the twin flame thing too, like it's your biggest mirror. Like to me, your twin flame mm-hmm. shows you what everyone else is doing in your life, but they do it right in your face instead of behind your back. So like, you're kind of like get addicted to that relationship too, because you feel like they're giving you tea all the time in some type of weird way. Like you kind of have your own language with your twin flame. Like they show you what's going on in your life. They show it to you in some type of way. So they show you a lot of things that are going on in your face. So you're just kind of grateful that they hurt you because they're, they're actually helping you get your guard up back in your other life. <laughs> so I don't touch my twin flame anymore, but I love from a distance and I wish him well. But yeah, that was definitely like a spiritual boot camp when I was with my twin flame. That's a really good way of putting it, spiritual boot camp. And people who are on the twin flame journey, you either get it or you don't, you know? And I totally resonate with what you're saying. I really appreciate you being so open and honest and sharing about your drug use. I totally get what you're saying. I and <laughs> I don't know that I've ever said this to, well, definitely not a whole lot of people, but I've done meth as well. So I get what you're saying and it's a very different feeling. Um, yeah. And I can see where, yeah, for sure, especially if you're already tapped in because it just like makes you go a hundred miles a minute. And with my twin flame or who I believe to be my twin flame, because I don't know anything about anything anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I'm also I'm also in separation and I'm at the point where it's like, can you just give me somebody else now? Because I'm over this, you know, <laughs> like, right. like, I don't know if I want to do the twin flame, but send in a soulmate, you know, cause... right. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, I've never had anybody treat me that way. My journey with him, though, I realized a lot of my toxic behaviors because it would have been really easy for me to turn into a full-blown narcissist. And having that mirror held in your face kind of really humbled me. So I get what you're saying. It was definitely not a healthy relationship at all. But it taught me more about myself than anything else because I was forced to face my demons through another person exactly you have to face yourself and it's kind of funny because it, it kind of is narcissism in a sense like you kind of get lost in the mirror of the twin flame you kind of get lost in that mirror you kind of get addicted to that mirror it's like a weird form of narcissism that's outside of you that you're just kind of like stuck on that person stuck on that relationship you're trying to make sense of it it's mm-hmm. so important you know it's important and i'm telling you like it's like the twin towers it's like the twin towers that happened in 2001 it's like we're having this fallout of the twin flame twin towers is what I feel like is happening right now like a lot of twin flames like it's a it's an important relationship is there such a purpose and now I feel like we're all kind of going out in the world and like showing what we've learned and it's freaking a lot of people out I feel like what's going on right now especially with gang stalking is a result of a lot of twin flame stuff too. oh yeah coming out of the woodwork like you're like girl what (laughs) (laughs) saying everything happens for a reason and everything happens and you you don't see it until it's over because in the minute like that you're going through for me it was like the dark night of the soul thing I'm like okay what else bro what else because I can't get any lower than I am right now I always relate it to the tower it's like it's got to be completely obliterated like you cannot keep that tower up if you want to build a new foundation so at least that's what I tell myself to kind of make sense of it but with the twin flame things like that I think like you were saying you become addicted to it and you become almost possessive of this person like yes <laughs> right you almost start viewing them as an object in a sense because they become an extension of you but that's not and and yes you, twin flame other half of you but the thing is they're also living their human incarnation at this time so i think like understanding and trying to be more i i was always like telling him like fucking hurry up like i don't understand do the work 
<laughs> right? Like, yeah. Like, like, your twin flame, like the masculine, like they won't take you seriously. They, I don't know what it is. They have a, I don't know. I've noticed this theme on TikTok too. It's like they won't listen to you. And then I just had to start showing like a lot of the stuff that I've done on my TikTok, I've kind of done like on his behalf in a sense, sort of like I'm trying to like save somebody. I try to help a lot of people actually, but. I don't know. I just feel like I got a lot of training from that time. And, and it's like, it's time to let the bird go and also to help the shaman in a sense. And just, you have to show your twin flame. You have to lead by example and they hate it for a long time, but they'll get to a point where like they get what you're trying to do. And like, I feel like all twin flame relationships are actually supposed to be famous. And there's a lot of twin flames out there. Really yeah. important purpose. Like, you know that the reason you two experience so much resistance is because people know that you're going to make an impact. People know, and they can't handle seeing somebody have it all, like the 10 cup. People don't want to understand that if they do enough work on themselves, that they can have their dream life. For some reason, that's almost scarier for people than being trapped in a miserable life. Yeah. Yeah. And also like with drugs and stuff and with the twin flame, like I feel like people that are addicts that are drawn to drugs, like I feel like we kind of see the reality of life and we just would rather like even with the cost of what it can do to your health, your body, Mm -hmm. all these things, like you kind of choose to be in this wonderland of life. You'd rather like even if it's an abusive relationship, like you see that person's heart, yep. but no more. Like I feel like when you know your worth, you don't do that anymore. But before you know your worth, you kind of like will settle for things and c- certain people that you know are tapped in. You know, like there's a method to y'all's madness. You know it. But once you know your worth, you can't do abusive anymore. <laughs> You're so right. And another thing, theory I have about Twin Flames, I have some videos I posted about this. Some people got freaked out when I posted this. I actually got paid. I posted, it was, my account wasn't even that big yet. And I, I posted these videos about how the Twin Flame how the Twin Flames is kind of a scam. I'm like, what is this a scam that they put out for like light workers to like get completely drained of their light? Because I feel like your your Twin Flame is like your ultimate energy vampire. Mm-hmm. And so every time I, might, I would encounter my Twin Flame, I would get drained, sucked dry, so close to death. And then I go back, heal, then I would get drawn back. And it would kind of be this cycle. Anytime I encountered them, I was like, you know, this is kind of a, a scam. This is kind of a spiritual scam. What if they brought this into society just to scam light workers you know and because i kind of would demonize and villainize my, my twin flame sometimes i'm like well what if that's like a very empty person like if that's your opposite like what if he's a very empty person and he's just draining me and this is some type of some type of scam spiritual scam in the game because if, if there's scams in other areas of life there's got to be some in the spiritual world mm-hmm. and so i posted this whole theory on tiktok and then someone freaked out and they paid me like 200 bucks just to talk to them about that video <laughs> Really? Like not even like on a podcast or anything. So I said, hmm, I must be on the money if someone's like yeah. really freaked out by me putting that video. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I, I guess it's working out now. I think too, like a karmic relationship can feel a lot like a twin flame because it's addicting. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. toxic. And I think that that's what the scam is, is that people will try to convince you that they're meant to be in your life or, or these two are meant to be together when it's not it's meant to be a lesson and that's the thing like only you know like only you know when you become a better person and that person levels up and you can see that like unless you're in a twin flame relationship it's really hard to understand from the outside exactly yeah i was so stuck with my twin flame for a long time and people didn't get it but i think now they're starting to get it. you have to show people you can tell people till you're blue in the face or your sack of bones and they won't take you seriously till you step away and choose yourself. Then then people will really listen to you. Then they'll be obsessed with listening to you. Then they'll wish they had taken you a lot more seriously a lot sooner. Oh, for <laughs> it's sure. It's so backwards what's going on right now. It's so backwards, like, what's going on. I just wake up a lot of times. I'm like, what did I sign up for? This whole thing I know. <laughs> like, this is what we decided on because next time I'm staying home. 
you know, like <laughs> no more of this. Yeah, I'm like, this is just crazy. So it's just nice to connect with people like you that are tapped in on the same page and doing similar things. And like, I feel like we're going the same direction with things. So it's just like nice to connect with those type of people. And just, I feel like we just have to I keep hearing from through. We just have to let some things play out and just, I don't know, just focus on yourself. And karma does this thing a whole nother level on people. Like the universe has a way of putting people in their place. And I've had people that like have gotten degrees and stuff. And like, if they're just already taking that job for granted, like the first month, mm-hmm. I can see it crumbling really quickly. And it's just weird because you see people that like put a lot of work in towards something like where they're supposed to help people, like maybe being a therapist or a counselor or something like that. They put a lot of work in school and time and money and so many things. And then I've seen people like get into their career and start taking it for granted right away. And I've been just so ecstatic to help people because also another reason why I've been so like gung-ho on TikTok and stuff is because I got so much pushback my whole life. I've always felt like I have something important to do for a long time and people just kept trying to hush it down try to knock me back out put me back to sleep things like that and when you have that enough people like trying to like push something down you start making you wonder like well it must be that important and then when you start really stepping into it and realizing it is important then you're like well i'm gonna do this it gets you like that drive to do yes it's a blessing to help people when you see people that have taken it for granted you just don't even get it they like just don't get it that's the alchemy. That's the turning all of that negative energy that people send you because that's what it is. It's all negative energy. They're, they're projecting the worst parts of themselves onto you because they don't understand what you're doing. And it's up to you to use that as something to fuel you and be like, okay, well, you think I, oh, okay, I'll show you. Or you use pushes you down. And I think for a long time, and I always get the image when I talk to spirit about it, it's like, uh, you know, like the arrow or like a spring, like it has to be pushed down before it can come up. Just experiencing things. And like you were saying, I try to help as many people as I can. And it gives me this feeling of fulfillment that I don't think I ever got from anything else. I'm so grateful that I even have the awareness to be able to talk and converse with spirit and be able to see signs and be able to read people's um, thing is I when I look at people I can physically see their inner child like I get flashes of them when they were little and that's who they are on the inside but they get to choose who they are in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and it's made me a lot more understanding of people but I've also had to like you said work on boundaries because people have to choose their path and I always assumed it was my job to kind of like get everybody on the same page but like you said you can only lead by example you can give people advice but until they see your life improving and until they see your life getting better and things working out for you and they see things fulfilled that you've talked about they're not going to understand exactly exactly also i really love your tiktoks i love your vulnerability i love i think it's really brave of you like things that you share online and that it has a bigger impact than you know i'm here to tell you it really does and like it's really brave of you to do that it really is because there's other people i've seen on tiktok like they just post like i've seen someone that was trying to get her account going and she just posts like her talking in the car and all these things and you know you kind of know how other people may take that but it, like it, like even those type of accounts where they're just rapping on and they just just doing stuff on the on their tiktok like it inspires people it inspires me a lot and so also i love how emotional you are it's really Aww. beautiful like your sensitivities and sensitivity and all that just be able to cry on camera it's brave of you to do that and show people that it's okay to be emotional and all that. Oh my God, Holly, thank you. That really <laughs> warms my, that, you're making me cry right now, live on, <laughs> live on audio. 
you just um, have a really beautiful heart like I was just scrolling on TikTok before I came on here and it was one of you like emotional like she has such a beautiful heart and so just know that it, it does a lot for people you you give people like that you're leading by example and showing them it's okay to be vulnerable online and I feel like you're you're showing your healing process I feel like that's what a lot of us have to do is show our show how like the benefits of healing and how to do it <laughs> for some people thank you thank you and I you know we've talked about this and coming across you, like, I love when I can find people who I feel their authenticity. And that was definitely, and I remember when I, I noticed that you were following me back, I'm like, no way, no way. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. Cause I just like, and you guys, anybody listening to this, definitely follow her and listen to her reading so direct. And like some of the, the things that you would channel were like so resonating with my journey. And it was one of those things like I needed to kind of come across your page to like reaffirm that I was going on the right path. Like, because there's a lot of self doubt, especially when you're alone. Right. Yeah. It's so it's, TikTok is so comforting just to know that you're not crazy. There's other people going through the same thing. And you get those TikToks that really confirm like, okay, I'm not crazy. And so I, I had that a lot. Like when I was waking up last summer again, when I had my awakening, like, Oh, there's a number of accounts that really like spoke to me directly that were like really like saving my life and like I just wanted like mm -hmm. to give that effect to people and I just feel like I've had my purpose screaming at me I've been getting a huge show it's been screaming at me since like 2012 and like I just kept like being like oh like I'm just crazy and then when you realize you're not crazy you're just ready to do it and so I just gone ham this past year on my TikTok and I'm just excited for like where it's gonna go and it just feels so fulfilling to like finally be able to help people finally like reach the right ears and voices and connect with people that are like-minded on the same page and I'm sure it's refreshing to project to the world your authentic self like you don't have anything to hide because this is who you are like yes. that's so freeing. Yeah. yeah because like also with all the trauma like I've, I've developed multiple personalities I've learned I'm autistic I'm a highly sensitive person like all sorts of things and like I have mood swings and so like on my TikTok you see the waves of my emotions and like I just felt like I used to take medication I got off did it with my doctor my therapist all these things I got all I did it all the right way I had this feeling to get off my medications because it felt like I was telling myself like there's something wrong with me like if I have to take lithium or whatever it is it feels like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm telling my soul like there's something wrong with you being yourself so something was saying like try to get off of those things so I did it over the course of like two years like really slowly tapering off medications and I did it with all the all the right checks all the things all the professionals so I've been off medication for a while and just myself and like I feel like on my TikTok I've been learning how to love myself like it's okay to like you know have a moves of emotions just maybe keep it behind closed doors sometimes but I feel like it's also part of me was like you need to show some people it's okay like all the ways of you like every video I feel like I'm a different person like most videos I feel like I can switch personalities it depends on like so many things like who's thinking about me the energy in the in the stars in the in the city whatever you know like whatever it is I'll switch a bit but I'm starting to really love it <laughs> so it's been like a show on my TikTok but I like it <laughs> like in my mind my version of you sees you as being very very stable and it's because of that authenticity like what you see is what you get so to me that is stability versus you being continually like one version of yourself all the time like that's what gives me that warm heart feeling from you like the like the hand on the chest like it's a comfort you know i love Where, it <laughs> so from an outsider perspective i definitely feel like you i mean your foundation is just different than other people's and that's another thing i want to do is get off of the medications that i'm on because like you i've, I've had mental health issues and i think that from the continual drug use my whole life like your brain gets to a 
place where you've damaged it and it has a lot of trouble producing natural chemicals to help you survive yeah that had yeah. that problem too with like aftermath like i feel like i started like having someone told me like i think you're having trouble like producing serotonin i said oh mm-hmm. my gosh you're right so somehow i fixed that i'm not exactly sure how i did but i just i think just loving yourself is enough mm-hmm. as a lot more medicine than people give credit for you're so right thank you so much dude for spending all this time talking to me you're welcome thank you for having me we'll talk again soon